Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Hello and welcome back to the Space News Pod, a daily podcast about space, science, and tech. I'm your host, Will Walden, and in this episode, I'm going to be talking about Mars 2020, how they're going to help humanity uh, settle on the red planet, and also, India is making their own space station. And they're going to also do separate missions to study the sun and Venus. So what their plan is, they're going to send a, a rover to the moon soon. Uh, later this year in September, I believe September 6th, I believe that's when it's going to land. Uh, they're going to have an orbiter. They're going to have uh, a lander on the moon. And they're also going to have a rover. This rover is going to do a little bit of science, but after that, right after they do the moon landing, they want to do a Mars landing too. They also want to do a manned mission, which is crazy because you know, the U S and Russia and China, and uh, Japan are manned mission countries, right? So India wants to get into the game and they want to have a first manned mission in 2022. So in 2022, it's about the same time it'll commemorate 75 years of independence from Britain. And they have about $1.5 billion for this mission. So in 2022, we'll have humans from India in space. And uh, the chairman of the ISRO, the Indian Space Research Organization, said, we have to sustain the program after the launch of the human space mission. In this context, India is planning to have its own space station, while navigation, communication, and Earth observation are going to be the bread and butter for us. It is missions such as the moon mission and the Mars mission, and the human mission that excite the youth unite the nation and also pave a technological seed for the future. They're actually going to do human missions, Mars missions, a space station, and they're going to do it all relatively soon. So we will see if we, you know, if we make it for the next, <clears throat> excuse me, 20 years or so, if we make it in the next 20 years, if we're still around, we'll be able to see an Indian space station not just the ISS, because the ISS will be decommissioned eventually. And NASA's actually kind of renting it out pretty soon. They'll be renting it out to private people. People with enough money will be able to take a vacation on the space station, which is absolutely insane. And if I had a couple million dollars to throw around, I'd definitely go up there. It's a kind of a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. You'd get to see the Earth for the space station. Going back to India, uh, they said... That's their ambition. We want to have a separate space station. We will launch a small module for conducting microgravity experiments. And they aim to send a crew of two or three people to space for a period of up to seven days. And this spacecraft will be placed in low Earth orbit of 300 to 400 kilometers, which is 186 to 248 miles. So the 
beginning stages are, hey, we're going to get this idea out there and we're going to start working on it. We're going to start doing the technology to get it to work. And then they're going to start, you know, building out the space station, putting the pieces into place, launching the modules. And then, you know, once you get the module up there, you have to send people up there. So hopefully they can, uh, can get that going which should be pretty awesome. I'm really stoked about the moon landing, to be honest with you, because they're going to be landing in a crater uh, in the south, like the south polish of the moon, so south pole. So they will be uh, doing science where no one has done science before. No one's ever touched that before. We've had orbiters around the moon for a long time, but we haven't actually had a rover down there. And that's what uh, the new Indian mission is going to be accomplishing. New science in a new place. And speaking about Mars and the moon, have you checked out Magellan TV yet? You can get it on any of your devices, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Apple TV, Google Play, iOS, everything. Anything you want it on, you can check it out on any device. Uh, MagellanTV.com slash Space News Pod if you want to get two months for free. Go check it out. Go sign up. It's all free for two months from uh, great filmmakers. Those people founded Magellan TV and you can get really cool documentaries on there. I'm actually watching uh, right now. I'm watching birth of a black hole and it's, it's thrilling. It's also calming and you just see how crazy black holes actually are like how how they're made and also how destructive and crazy they are. So check that out at MagellanTV.com slash Space News Pod. You can get information about the solar system, astronomy, novas, and there's all sorts of different stories, exclusive playlists, documentaries, series, and there's new stuff added every week. You can get it on 4K, super high res, so check it out in MagellanTV.com slash Space News Pod. And Mars 2020, which is a NASA mission, and on this rover, there's actually a helicopter, which is, okay, think about that for a second. There's a helicopter that's going to be on Mars. Not a spacecraft, but an actual helicopter. It's like four pounds. It's something you can hold in your hands. It's something that you can, you know, a child could pick it up, but they're sending a, a freaking helicopter to Mars. How insane is that? And in 2024, uh, the first female will be setting her foot on the surface of the moon, followed by the next man on the moon. Um, so this is kind of the next stage, right? So 2020, they're sending a, a Mars rover which will be looking for signs of ancient life. And it'll be the first spacecraft in history to collect samples of the Martian surface. And they'll be putting them in tubes for later. Right, so they'll, be ha they'll have all these things in tubes for later. They'll be caching them. And then they could be returned to Earth in a future mission, which to me, okay, so if you, if you think about that for a second, Mars, millions of miles away, we go there every once in a while with robots. You know, we have a, a few robots. It's the only only thing that's on Mars right now. The only, I guess, uh, being that's on Mars right now are our rovers. 
human-made rovers that are on Mars that we know of. But this rover, this 2020 rover, could possibly find signs of ancient life on Mars. So when Mars 2020 gets done with their mission, well, when they do the mission, I should say, uh, they're going to be looking for water. They're going to be looking for oxygen. They're going to be looking for ways for humans to survive in space. And the real situation here is, okay, so this Mars 2020 rover, it's kind of setting the standard for, okay, what are humans going to be able to do on Mars? What are we going to find out? You need a steady supply of oxygen when you get there. You can't really transport a bunch of oxygen from Earth to Mars because it costs so much. It's huge. It's a huge tank. And the tank, like a tank of oxygen doesn't last a really long time. So there's an experiment, the Mars Oxygen In-Situ Resource Utilization Experiment, the MOXIE. Okay, so say that really fast. It's exploring a space-saving alternative that converts carbon dioxide, which is about 96% of the Mars atmosphere, it changes that into oxygen. And MOXIE is a small-scale demonstration, but it's a technology demonstration, right? So you get this thing up there, you get this device up there, and because it can hopefully, let's hope this works, and that it changes uh, the atmosphere into oxygen, well, not the whole atmosphere, but it changes some of it into oxygen, which we can then store in tanks on the Martian surface for our human uh, landers. So the good thing is, it's a small test, and then we can ramp it up, right? So you got to do these small tests, like everything. It's like software engineering. You do these small tests. Okay, what are the bugs? Let's fix the bugs. Let's figure out if this thing actually works or not. Let's see if the code compiles. And if the code compiles, cool, it works. So let's make something better. So that's what this thing is going to be. The MOXIE experiment is going to do. The Mars Oxygen In-Situ Resource Utilization Experiment. Whew, that's a long one. NASA always has a thing for that, right? They always make the longest names. Um, so basically, once we get Moxie all up and running in the next generation and the next generation of Moxie, then we'll have oxygen readily available on the Martian surface for our astronauts. And Mars 2020 also has something uh, for water on Mars. So they have the radar imager for Mars subsurface experiment, the RIMFAX, the radar imager for Mars subsurface experiment. So many long names. <laughs> um, so Mars 2020 scientists will use its high resolution images to look at buried geology, like ancient lake beds. But the radar could be used to find stores of underground ice that astronauts could access to provide drinking water. So basically it's radar that looks under the ground, that looks for ice and astronauts will have to go to this ice, chip it out. What, however they do it, you know, if they're going to use heat or if they're just going to chip it out, like, like the olden days, you know, with a pickaxe or whatever to get that ice, that water ice, bring it back to camp, drinkable water. They have to, of course, purify it and do all that, put it through its tests. But once they get it there, they'll be all good. And 
also spacesuits. Mars is full of dust and radiation, right? Dust is everywhere. It sticks to solar panels. The planet doesn't actually really have a magnetic field anymore. So sun's radiation just, it beats down on the Mars surface. And so there's another experiment, the Sherlock, which is the scanning habitable environments with uh, Raymond and luminescence for organics and chemicals. That is a long one. The Sherlock, it's a piece of an astronaut's helmet and four kinds of fabric that are mounted on a calibration target for this instrument. And scientists will use Sherlock as well as a camera that photographs visible light to study how the materials degrade in ultraviolet radiation. So this is the first time that spacesuit material will be sent to Mars for testing. And it'll provide really vital information for future astronauts that go to the red planet. So there's one more thing. What else do humans need when they go to Mars? They need a place to stay. They'll need a place to live. They'll need a place to work. Because when you go to Mars, you're on your own, man. It's like living on a desert up there. But there's no way to call home and get help. So it'll be 500 days before you get help. 600 days before you get help from somebody on Earth. So you got to do it all yourself. You got to live on your own and you have to make your own habitats. So Mars 2020 will collect science that may help engineers design better shelters for these future astronauts. And Curiosity and Insight were a couple landers already in 2020 has weather instruments to study how dust and radiation behave in all seasons on Mars. And it's called, this is a, this is a shorter one, so it's not, it's not a really crazy one, but it's the MEDA, M-E-D-A, the Mars Environmental Dynamics Analyzer. Not too bad. Good job, NASA. Please keep this thing short. That's all I ask, JPL. And so it's the next step in weather science for Mars. So when you get up to Mars, it's like having a weather vane. On the Earth, it's like having the weather channel, but on Mars. So you have to know when these storms are going to hit. You have to know when you have to go inside because your shelter is your only way to survive on Mars other than your spacesuit. Or, you know, if you have a rover, a vehicle that you're driving around in. So that's the last thing, the Mars Environmental Dynamics Analyzer. So Mars 2020 is going to be really cool. I can't wait for the science to start happening because once that science is in place, we can start thinking about sending human beings to Mars. So I want to say thank you to everybody who's been supporting the podcast. Make sure to hit that subscribe button so you can get these episodes every single day. And I recorded this live on CastBox. So if you want to hear a live podcast every time that I do one of these, go to CastBox and search for Space News Pod. And you'll get notified when I go live. So, you know, it's about, I do about a 30 minute show. Then I edit it down for the real podcast. I just, I literally just started doing it today. So I got to work with the audio a little bit, get it fine tuned and perfect. And when I do that, 
it'll be a way, way better podcast going forward. So thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to spend it here with me on the Space News Pod. My name is Will Walden, and I will see you soon. Immersive technology has long been thought of as something that is primarily used by gamers and other entertainment applications. Billions of dollars have been spent on advancing the components that make up the technology, but it is still considered niche. Is it a technology that is in search of an application or just a killer app? To help me answer that question, I have with me today Mark Sage, the Executive Director of the Augmented Reality for Enterprise Alliance or AREA. Visit mauser.com empowering-innovation to listen to the full episode. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton.